Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. us more than we are as we walk through the difficulties, the sufferings, as we share with Christ. You know, we're surrounded right now, it's not a new thing, but we're so surrounded by propaganda telling us that human beings are basically good. You have to remember that's a lie. That's not biblical. Human beings are not basically good. Are people basically good? who do bad things? Or are we basically bad who do surprisingly good things? As Pastor Robert discusses in his message today, this is key in understanding our whole Christian faith. In his study, you'll discover how the goodness of God plays into this revelation. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 4, as he continues his message, No Other Name. How many people on the planet do you believe might be capable of building a hydrogen bomb. Not asking anybody to build one, you understand. I'm just saying, how many people do you think would even be capable, would even know where to begin? I don't think the number of people who could do that is really all that high. Let's change it up a little bit. How many people alive today might possibly be able to build a system that could take a man from here to Mars and back safely. And I'm talking one person who could do the whole, the whole thing. I doubt there are very many people who could do that. Do you understand what the Bible's telling you? Only one man in all of human history has the power to save you from death. Only one person in all of human history has the power to give you life because he himself is life. Peter said in Acts 4.12, there's no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. It's just, you don't, listen. And, and see, here's the thing we often forget because people get all indignant. I mean, if he's all-powerful, if he loves us so much, he could have made more than one way. Listen, he didn't owe you a way. He did not owe me any redemption. 
You know, I grew up, my, my grandmother, she would fix almost everything. You understand what I'm saying? If something broke, she, she fixed it. She didn't throw it away, she fixed it. When I was a kid, you know, like school pants got all messed up. They didn't get thrown away, they got fixed. Unless they were so far beyond repair that it was just going to cost too much. Like a tractor or a truck. If it's just, you know, it's 30 years old and it's going to cost so much more. A friend of mine had a vehicle. This was, I don't know, about five years ago. The brake job, that it, the brakes went completely out. The brake job was going to cost much more than the vehicle was actually worth. So why would you do that? God could have simply junked you. He had every right. He made you. He didn't owe you a way of escape. He didn't owe you redemption. He didn't owe you salvation. You know, I was thinking about this in the context of Deuteronomy 13 and what we're talking about here. All evil must be eliminated. And see, God from day one had a plan. This is quite often, it, it, it always irritates me a little bit when I hear it, you know, slip into a sermon, even sometimes it's one of mine. But from the beginning, God had a plan. It was no shock to him when Adam failed. It was no surprise to him when humanity rebelled. From the beginning, he had a plan. A loving family within a perfect creation. You understand that? And the thing that we can't really wrap our minds around is why it involves suffering. Oversimplified, it involves suffering because it involves love. What do I mean? Well, there has to be choice. Come here, Elizabeth. I don't ever do this, but you are in the room. I know. I'm not going to embarrass you, I promise. Listen to me. We chose each other. Do you understand? She chose to take a big risk. No, I'm serious. She told me up front, I don't trust men. Men always hurt me. Men are always rough and demanding and whatever. I forget all the words she used, but nasty. That's what it really comes down to. Men are bad. We'd been married about two weeks. Hurricane Andrew had hit. I was working 20-hour days, literally, there for a few weeks. I came home to find her weeping. She told me I was her worst nightmare come true. And I was. But she chose to continue. I chose to listen. Not too long ago, she told me again, I was her worst nightmare come true. And I was. But not permanently. Because I listen. And we talk. But see, it's painful. Love is painful sometimes. You guys understand what I'm driving at here? Love involves suffering. It's just part of the deal. And our growth in love involves suffering. Thank you. 
Our growth in love involves suffering. I don't know exactly, I, I don't understand why God set things up the way he set things up. One day I believe we'll have better understanding. But he makes us more human. He makes us more than we are as we walk through the difficulties, the sufferings, as we share with Christ. You know, we're surrounded right now, it's not a new thing, but we're so surrounded by propaganda telling us that human beings are basically good. You have to remember that's a lie. That's not biblical. Human beings are not basically good. Psalm 53, the fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt and have done abominable iniquity. There is none who does good. Say that with me. There is none who does good. That's what the Bible says about humanity. God looks down from heaven, verse 2 says, upon the children of men to see if there are any who understand, who seek God. Every one of them is turned aside. They have together become corrupt. Who has? All of humanity. There is none who does good. No, not one. That's what the Bible says about us. Jesus said it too, by the way. Luke 11, verse 13, he said, if, if you, and he's talking to the whole crowd of people, you know, he's got this crowd, he's teaching. He says, if you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? But he confronts the fact that humanity is evil at the core. Well, we do some good things, yes, but we are at the core prone toward bad stuff. We're imperfect. If you're, imper if you're not perfect, you're evil. We fail to understand that. Biblical Christianity is exclusive because God intends to exclude evil because he loves us. so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.